What's up? Hey guys. We back. We back. We back again. Mm-hmm. It's Liza. And I'm Cammy, And we are here to kind of walk you through what would be our musical anthologies. Yes. So we thought it'd be fun to just kind of sit <laughs> for a second and think about the music that was important to us because obviously music is so important to our students and our former students. Yeah. Um, and I think that everybody goes through that, especially in those like formative high school years. Um, so it looks like we both kind of started like in From our childhood. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just picked out things that were pretty important to us. Um, I mean, I grew up in a pretty musical family. Like my dad was constantly playing music. So was my mom. And, um, they always joke that they have this love for music because when my mom was eight months pregnant with me, my dad would still take her to the club. Oh, wow. Like they were in Panama. I did not know Oh, yeah. Both of my parents are incredible dancers. And when we were children, every night almost, or it's, this is how it seems in my head, we would have dinner. And then once dinner was over, we all helped clean up dinner. Uh And while we were cleaning up, dad would play some music and it would always turn into like everybody dancing in the kitchen. Um, But I know that, you know, music was so important to them. Like they, like I said, would go out to the club and dance. And mom said that she would dance so hard that she would break her heels by the end of the night. So she would purposely like go out. No, she would go um, like to the market in Panama the day that they were going out and buy some cheap heels because she knew that she would just break them by the end of the night anyway. Wow. Just like cabbage patching her way by the speakers. I know. Oh my gosh. And then... um, Dad, you know, with him being Samoan, it's so funny because there were so many times growing up where he would blast salsa music. Yeah. Just because he loves it, right? Like, he doesn't know what they're saying, but he just loves it. Um, And sometimes even now, I catch myself doing the same thing. Like, if I'm writing or if I'm grading and I need background music, that is my number one background music. Just to play some random salsa music and blast it. Because it's fun. Um, Yeah. yeah, And I think it's also kind of nostalgic, strangely enough. But, um, and I mean, you come from a pretty musical family yes. like you guys love to sing we and are so talented love it my brother is a musician and i'm a vocalist yeah you know in addition to my many other charms an incredible singer <laughs> she really is um but my my dad's side of the family is pretty musical i would say my dad can sing and play the guitar a little bit my uncle was very musically talented um, he was actually part of like a variety show for my entire mm-hmm. childhood, um, and did comedy and played every instrument known to man. He danced, he sang. Right. And so he did Is that. Is this the one who met his wife? Yes. In the, like, she was part Tammy of the. something? Yes. Or not the wife's name, but they were both yes, working they were on both working somebody's. with, um, one of the Mandrell sisters. There we go. So anyways, but yeah, they met, um. It was really cool. But on my mom's side of the family, while my mom is not musical herself, she Mm -hmm. says, and my grandmother too, they couldn't carry a tune in a bucket if you asked them to. But um, my grandfather, my mom's dad, was very musical. He could pick up an instrument and just learn how to play it. He taught himself how to play the mandolin. That's amazing. The guitar, fiddle. Like, he literally would just grab it and learn how to play it. And that's kind of how my brother is like, too. Yeah. So, but I love, love music so much. It's always been a big part of my childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, I, of course, was in dance for many years, and so music was obviously part of that. But... Um, I love musical theater too. Yeah, I can so, totally see you love loving that. <laughs> musical theater. So, um, what was your first musical memory? Like your first, okay. your first song artist, like the right. thing that kind of ignited your passion. Well, when I think of it, I think of like the first CD mm-hmm. that was ever purchased for me. Mm-hmm. And for our students who are listening, CDs are ancient relics. They really are. That you could play. Yeah. <laughs> and they would come with maybe 10 to 15 tracks. Yeah. Um, but my first CD that I remember ever getting was the Aladdin soundtrack. Okay. And I want to say it had to have been like 1993 yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even 1992. Um, but I remember the day that I got it. Like, I was at the PX <laughs> on post, and my dad, it was just me and my dad, I think. 
and dad bought it for me because I was obsessed with the movie. And I just remember like getting into his blazer <laughs> and <laughs> with the tinted windows. Yes. And him putting the CD in and me just like singing my heart out. And even now, whenever I hear Aladdin, I get emotional. Aww. Like when um, when the Aladdin remake came out, I took my son to go see it. And as soon as the music kicked in, like every song I knew and I started tearing up just because oh you gosh. like what a full circle moment to, yeah. you know, kind of listen to these same songs that I loved when I was my son's age. Yeah. And now I have him right beside me oh watching my this. Goodness. Um, but then the whole emotion of that moment was ruined when my son insisted on leaving early and I didn't no. get to see the end of Aladdin. Was he freaked out by Will Smith's ponytail? Maybe. I would be. But we had to leave. I still haven't seen the end of that movie. Oh. But that's okay. What's your earliest one? You guys, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about Elvis? How old were you when you discovered Elvis? Four. Oh. I remember vividly. Yeah. Um... I would go over to my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. grandparents, my, my, both of them were alive, my mom's parents, and they had recorded on VHS one of his concerts. Mm-hmm. And so, and my grandmother loved Elvis, and yeah. I like idolized my granny. I loved her so much, and so whatever she loved, I loved. Yeah. Um. So, I would watch these specials. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were pre-recorded, though. Oh, okay. here's, here's the thing. Here's right. where hearts get broken, people. Right. <laughs> Always tell your kids. Oh, I see where this, this is going. Is like, yeah, because this <laughs> was in timestamp. What, 1990? That's mm-hmm. right. So, as we all know, Elvis met his demise a little too soon in life. But young Liza thought that he was really alive and was convinced that he was going to be her husband. Oh my gosh! Like, love. That I was obsessed so with him. He was on my birthday cake. Aww. He was all over my, any kind of poster, whatever, yeah. video. I loved him so much. My um, parents actually took, well, we were in Memphis for like a dance competition or something. So we were on a family trip and they took me to Graceland. Uh-huh. And I was in second grade and I went through the whole place and I'm like, oh my gosh, is, do you is think he here? he's here? Oh like, my God. Like I was so excited to be at Elvis's house. Oh I no. was waiting for the end of the tour because I'm like, surely he's going to like sign autographs, right? Like he's going to be there. Liza. No, y'all. No. The Liza. end of the tour at Graceland is to see his memorial <gasps> gravestone in the gardens. Did you just break down? Yes. Oh I said, I just looked real sad and I started crying and I looked at my mom and I said, can we go home now? Oh, please. That is so devastated. sad. I was <laughs> devastated. I would have been too. Yes. That is tragic. I mean, I have, I'm a dramatic child, but that was unfair. No, I've seen it. <laughs> That's really, really rough. <laughs> I, when I was a camp counselor once, um, we had a, a boy who was autistic and Mm. he would he would like um zone in on very specific things and become just pretty obsessive about them you know and so one year he was super obsessive about michael jackson (gasps) and it was it was maybe a year or two after he had died Mm. um and he had no idea that michael jackson had died but so he was obsessed with michael jackson that whole summer and then one older boy just like popped his bubble and mentioned it and I'll never forget when that kid broke down I mean like hit his knees on the ground like just started crying oh my heart alligator tears yeah or crocodile tears not alligator tears whatever 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 they were they were coming down his face so I that would have broken my heart to see a little you crying over Elvis oh yeah that's so sad everything's fine it's fine it's It's fine fine. (laughs) (laughs) well one of my next uh musical obsessions when I was a kid was Selena. Yes! Right? Selena's! Anything for Selena's! (laughs) So, when that movie came out, I had obviously never heard of Selena. Yeah. Like, until the movie came out. But I have... My amazing older cousins who live in Arizona, shout out to them because sometimes they listen. Hey, y'all. And they were the coolest. I was like eight years old at the time, and they were all like 18, 16 years old. So I always thought they were super cool. Um, And they put me on Selena, and I just remember thinking I was cool as shit listening to Selena with them and learning the Spanish words to the songs and being like hella dramatic. Um, And one time when I was in Arizona... 
I asked my cousin if I could use her portable CD player. Yes, honey, your Walkman. Yeah. So I had her Walkman, and did I did it had... have a skip resistance? Oh, you know on it, it did. Skip. You what know was it did. Skip. Yeah, I think it was skip resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I did something like I dropped her Walkman. Oh no! And messed it up. And, oh my God. and like, I just remember I messed up her Walkman. I think I messed up her Selena CD too. It was a really bad day. And I mean, she was super, um, graceful about it. You know, like she didn't make me feel like shit, but I felt like shit. So sometimes even now, like whenever I hear Selena, like I'm torn between feeling nostalgic and like super embarrassed. Dude. Yeah. Um, it's funny how in, like embarrassment never like really goes away. It doesn't. <laughs> It does it's not. It's just like, it's just waiting for you. Yes. It's a silent killer. It's always there. Yeah. Embarrassment is your anxiety's right. neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> no, think about Selena. My first year teaching, um, one of my favorite kiddos, I've, you know, you always have like a group of kids that right. will just, you will think about them for the rest of your life. Yeah. And this young couple, they were just so young and so sweet. They're still together. Uh-huh. Hopefully, I'm yeah. expecting. I know he. I know you're listening, and you know you need to invite us to your wedding. Don't forget. Thank yes, you. please do. Thank you. Whenever you decide to grow up and do that thing, okay. Thank you. Love you. Um, but he said that, or everyone's making fun of him because they're like, every time they play Selena, he cries. Oh. And so they got back. Those little turds got behind my desk and turned on Dreaming of You. Oh, that makes me cry. And it was bad. And so it was playing, and I look over, and he had turned around, like, real dramatic-like. And there was, like, a single (gasps) tear coming down his face. Bless him. He was like, I'm emotional right now. Right. You're emotional always. But I love you anyway. It's okay, babe. So, okay. Hanson. Mm. Were you a Hanson fan? Hell yeah, I was a Hanson oh fan. Oh my god. I okay. was. You guys. Who was your I'm favorite Hanson Taylor, brother? hands down. Oh, you were totally a Taylor. Taylor. Mine was Those Isaac. keys, honey. You were an Isaac fan? Yes, I was an Isaac fan. I would fan. never have guessed that. <gasps> Who would you take me for? A Zach, at no. least. Well, maybe. No, you're an intellectual. I guess Isaac <laughs> does make sense. Isaac just seems so tall and, like, Grown dreamy up. and He's mature. He's the oldest one. And, like, maybe he had a goatee. I, I didn't, don't know. I didn't like the wave in his hair. Oh, I did. I okay, want you to have the, that. The little neo-hippie in me was like, Yes, yeah. okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm a little crunchy no. sometimes. It was like, ta- Zach was my age, mm-hmm. but Taylor was like, whoa, those mm-hmm. hands, those <laughs> arms. That voice. That high-pitched <laughs> voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What was the song? <laughs> what was the song on their album? And it was about a girl, like a really sad girl. Lucy. Lucy. God, I, yes. I remember I got that or album no. for my birthday. Or it was either Lucy or Yearbook. I was just about to say, there was one about a yearbook photo. Yes, and it's very sad. Yeah. Um, I was obsessed with Hanson to the point that... I started having dreams, and I tell this to my parents, and they thought I was crazy. I would have dreams in black and white and orange, because that is what was on their album cover. On their album cover. And I was like, oh, I'm one of them now. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But then they released the TV special, and there was like a concert special. Uh They showed it one time on TV, and then they sold it, VHS. And my cousins and I, my two girl cousins... We locked ourselves in the bedroom at the end of the hall at my grandparents' house and watched this tape. And they had to come in there because we were bawling our eyes out. Because we were so in love with them. Right. I about passed out. I was so like it like you see almost like Beatle Mania. Yes. Like it was Hanson Mania. Yeah. So I knew, okay, this is getting pretty serious. (laughs) I cannot go see them in concert because I still at this point I was maybe like seventh grade. Yeah. Um I'd never been to a real concert before. And so, I I was like, I have to calm down. Right. I can't go see them in concert. I don't know. I would fall out. Who knows what would happen. So, two years <laughs> ago, though, or no, it was last year, last October, 2018, they came to Nashville. Did and, you go? Oh, hell yeah, I went. Uh, 
And I felt like I was going to, like, throw up. I was so excited. Was it amazing? It was amazing. And they they did their whole strings theory tour where Uh they've got orchestra music to their music. Oh, wow. It is in, oh. Like, they are musical geniuses. And you can come for me, but I really think that they're amazing. Because I remember, like, didn't their parents, like, raise them playing instruments? They've got, like, 50 million kids. Oh, okay. So, but they, their other brother, Mac, he's the youngest one. He is an, he's out independently doing Uh his own thing. And he's a musician, but he's more, like, indie style. Yeah. Were they homeschooled also? Yes. That's what I thought. They're, what are they? They're not Mormon. They're... They're a, awesome. A, a type. They're awesome, but I think they're. I don't remember. Their religious background is one where they're like they believe they have a big, big family. So yeah. all of them now have mm-hmm. like four or five kids each. Wow. So, but I loved them so yeah. much. Hey, I love them so much. Nothing wrong with that. I'm going to stop gushing over Hanson, guys. Okay. Well, um, act like an adult, Liza. Dang it. Up. Uh, <laughs> So, one of my other memories from, like, elementary school, mm-hmm. my best friend at the time, well, she's still one of my best friends, but she was, like, my ride or die all throughout um, mm-hmm. elementary, middle, and high school. Um, we used to do this weird thing where we would sing Lean On Me on the way home from oh, school. Oh, I love like, Lean On Me. It was, like, me. a little ritual, right? That's a great one. And we rode the bus together all throughout elementary school, and then on the last day of fifth grade... We rode the bus home, and we sang it, and we both started crying. Like, we had this very, like, pivotal moment. It was very much like a now-and-then movie moment where it hit us that, like, this chapter is over. Like, you know, this is the last time we'll do this. Like, we're going to middle school. Yeah. I remember we cried when we sang it. (laughs) But on, on, on a more positive note. Um, moving into like middle school, you know, talking about things that you were obsessed with. I was obsessed with the Clueless soundtrack. Oh yeah. Like I loved it. And I mean, Clueless came out in elementary school, but like, I really appreciated that soundtrack in middle school. Um, so that was good. Let me see. What is on that soundtrack? Oh, that song Kids in America. We're the kids in America. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That, the Mighty Mighty Bostones. Um... Hmm. There's a supermodel song on there that oh, I love. Oh, Counting Crows. Yeah. I'm gonna be a supermodel. Yeah. Yep. I love that song. Coolio, um, rolling with the homies. Yeah, and then what's her name? Knocks her head. That's right, Brittany Murphy, R.I.P. R.I.P. Brittany Murphy, for oh, sure. She was great. I also love Nelly Furtado's album. Okay. I love that album. Yeah. It was so good. She's she, like, thank so cool you? and Portuguese. Um, that one's called Whoa Nelly. Oh. That first album. I love Nelly Furtado. Me too, man. She's so neat. And like, moody. Yeah, and like, I think two of those songs were in Portuguese on that album, and I thought I was cool as shit, because I was like, yeah, I know these songs. I love that. But nobody cared. Um, what about you? Anything that really sticks out? Anything else from middle school? Um, well, I guess now that you say that, like, Hanson was really, I guess, fifth grade, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. TLC yeah. was really popular. They had the Waterfall song. Yeah. You know, that Waterfall song and the Scrubs. I think a lot of their music is way more appreciated now than it was back then. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but I remember that my best friend at the time, um, they were very religious, Mm-hmm. And not that we weren't, but they were, like, more strict, I guess. Um, she had the TLC Crazy Sexy Cool cassette. Yeah. And her mom did not know that the name Sexy was in the title. And in the middle of us listening to it, she comes upstairs <gasps> and is like, what are y'all listening to? Oh, no. And she picks it up and she's like, Your butt's girls. just automatically clenched. Right, right. <laughs> she's like, um, she's like, um, girls, we're going to have to take this. Like, we need to take this back to the store. Uh, because she had bought it. Like, I don't know how. Aww. I guess it was like, mom, can I get this? She's like, sure. Right. And so that was a sad day. But in sync was my life <laughs> in for the rest of middle school. I quickly phased from Hanson to NSYNC. Yeah. Because, you know. Because you had a huge I just, sexual leap. Apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we like, ooh, grown men. <laughs> Compared to Hanson, it was like, That's true. Uh-huh. Right. Um, 
Anyways, but NSYNC, I was totally hands down an NSYNC Who is your fan. favorite NSYNC JC. person? JC. Me too! Mm. I still have very conflicting emotions yes. whenever. Remember in one of our past episodes, I googled him and he kind of looks like a mom with a haircut. Yeah. But let's but not remember him that way. No. Let's remember him mm. as JC. JC. Dayum. Okay. JC. Um, fun fact about Liza. Um, two fun facts about how NSYNC is important to me. The day that I got baptized was the day that I went to my first official concert, which was to see NSYNC at this big, like, stadium. Yes. It wasn't Starwood. It was at, um, like, the big, big stadium. I forget what it was back then. But it was their stadium tour. Yeah. And we prepared for months. I had to be very careful to not get into any fights with my friends. I'm sure some of you will probably remember this conflict in your youth. But if you have a big event like that coming up, it takes months of planning. Yeah. Because you got to buy tickets. You have to, well, back in our time, we'd have to go to Kroger to get the tickets. <laughs> or, or, or call Ticketmaster on the phone. There was no internet That's ticket right. buying. That's right. Um, but we went with like six girls uh-huh. and three moms. And so we all planned like, okay, we're going to have a sleepover at my house. I was mm-hmm. like... The central location for mm-hmm. NSYNC fandom. We put together a giant puzzle that night and we made little bandanas um, with monograms of the um, member that we loved the most. Mm. So I heart JS. Yeah. C or JC. JC. Jo- wow. Did you love him? JC. I'm starting to question Hold it now. On. His name, J.C. Chasse, Joshua something. I remembered his full name. Yeah. Anyways, but um, we did that. We had a great time. But mm-hmm. I got baptized that morning. Good. And Thank God you did. Leaving, leaving church. Okay, the exit song of the, of the day, the hymn was, Soon and very soon, mm-hmm. I'm going to see the king. And instead, I yelled. I was sitting in the balcony singing to all of the people below who would hear me. Soon and very soon, I am going to see and sing. Soon, like seriously, like how obnoxious is that? It was also Mother's Day, Aww. so you're welcome, Mom, for yeah. that lovely treat. Was your mom one of the three moms? Yes, sweet. Yes, so it was fun. We had yeah. a great time. I loved it. It was it was like the late nineties, early two thousands, where yeah. you could take all the seats out of a minivan and just make your kids sit in the floor. Sure. And ride all the way up there, it's right. fine. And then they're fine. We survived off of Mountain Dew and Cheetos that yeah, night. It's it was fine. awesome. It's fine. So the other fun fact about NSYNC is that the very first time I listened to a CD in a car that was just mine, mm-hmm. it was the Dirty Pop album. And Dirty I Pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people. Wait, what was the song that they had? And it was it was about like getting paid. Just got paid Friday night. Party's hopping, <laughs> feeling right. Booty Man. shaking all See? around. There's something about music Feel from that jam. time period that just sounded fun. Yeah. Like non threatening, yes, just fun. Fun. But yeah, I'll never forget when the bass kicked in. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Anyway, I won't I won't reenact it. We don't have time. All right. Well, when we move into high school, like, this is where I really start obsessing (laughs) over song lyrics. Yes. And I think that's where, like... Because you had to put the right away message up, and song lyrics were essential in that strategy. Seriously. Like, we had AOL Instant Messenger, or Mm -hmm. AIM, Mm -hmm. and you could put up away messages when you wanted to... Get someone's attention or go get snacks. Yeah. Those are the only two reasons why you put up an away message. Yep. Um, And if you were super cool, your away message would be some kind of obscure song lyric. Yes. Um, And we were also in the age of, like, making mix CDs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you would, if you made a mix CD for somebody, you put so much freaking work into that. Like, not just the songs that you chose, but, like, the order of the songs. Oh, the order was essential. Right. Yes. You know, and if it was for someone that you liked, like, you might choose a couple songs that are, like, blatantly obvious like i like you i want to be with you yes. but you couldn't put them back to back to back no 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 you no, had no. to like sprinkle that, that shit screaming for attention yeah. no you have to you had you just slide Pepper it in. in no you just slide it in between a few missy elliott songs no big deal <laughs> 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 and then 
If you really like them, you would take the time to decorate the CD. Yes, with all the different right. color Sharpie yes. markers. Stickers every, sometimes. Stars, like, squiggles, every other letter. Right. One of my girlfriends would even use, like, nail polish. That was a really cool touch. Yeah. Um, but White out. I, when a boy would give me a mix CD. That was the biggest deal. I would listen to that shit All from beginning to end, and I would zone in Let on every you, lyric. If anybody ever, I don't care who you are, black, white, purple, boy, girl, non-gender, whatever. If anyone ever makes you a mix CD, well, yeah. it's... 2020. So, so now they're going to make you a playlist. If they ever make you a playlist or take time to curate something for you, right? they like you yes. or they care about you a lot. Yes. Girls do that shit all the time. Right. But when a guy made you a mix CD or a mixtape, right. you listen to that yes. shit because it was meaningful. Right. And I even remember like... I remember people giving me mix CDs and me not putting together that like they liked me. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And I would have oh, never. Cool. I would have never believed it. Yeah. But then I later found out that the the reverse was true. Yeah. I made. A, I remember I made a, a mix CD for this boy who I had a crush on, and he wasn't really on anyone's radar. Like mm-hmm. at the time, no one else was really like, "Oh my God, he's so hot." But yeah. to me, like he was hot. He was very smart. Like, he was super talented. Um, So I made a a mix CD, and, like, I remember him just being like, oh, cool, thanks. Like, and that was the end of it. Yeah. And so I was like, whatever. He doesn't like me. I'm not going to press it. Until maybe, uh, like, a year and a half ago, like, in real time, a year and a half ago from today, that person contacted me and was like, hey, Cammie, I just found this CD you made me in high school. And he was like, there's some bangers on this. And he was like, how did you know about blah, 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 blah? And starts naming off, like, these different people. And he was like, I'm totally nostalgic right now. Like, this is taking me back. He was like, I had no idea that you listened to, like, Jeff Buckley or whatever. Uh And um, he was like, man, I really did not appreciate this back then. And he was like, thank you so much. And I was like, you're welcome. I I was just in love with you, but (laughs) bye. You're super late, but you're welcome. And that was the end of that. I but love it. when I was 14, there was a boy that I was obsessed with. Um, and he introduced me to Jack Johnson for the oh, first time. I love, I totally uh, forgot I about Jack Johnson. I still love Jack Johnson. Yes. Yeah, we listened to that. Listen, listen to God, this wear shit. Wear it out. Gen, whatever the fuck you are, whatever millennials. You are. Anytime I turn on Jack Johnson, you know what the first word out of their mouth is? What? Oh, is this a Curious George soundtrack? Oh. Y'all, y'all. Jack y'all. Johnson is better than Curious George. So much George. more than that, and he's a, and he was a professional surfer. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on, y'all. Banana pancakes for life. Get it together. Yeah, brush fire fairy tales. Oh, oh, so good. Gosh, so good. Bubble toes. Oh, oh, I love that man. I love it. Well, the same boy also introduced me to Incubus. <gasps> Brandon Boyd <sighs> is was so everything. hot back in the day. So, Everything. so hot. Well, so this boy who introduced me to all this music, I just thought, wow, he's a musical genius. Yeah. And um, we were long distance. And I remember after him sending me, you know, these songs or whatever yeah. that I would listen to incessantly. Okay. So there's one song by Incubus called Echo. Yeah. And he was like, this song reminds me of you, blah, blah. So, of, of course, anytime I missed him, I, that's what I was playing on repeat. You sure. know what I mean? Um, fast forward a couple weeks and I get an email from this girl and she tells me that she is his girlfriend. She's been his girlfriend for like months and months and months. And that, um, and that he, she only found out about me because she saw some messages that he had sent me or something. And uh, she goes, he's been lying to both of us. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. She goes, did he tell you that you reminded him of a certain incubus song called Echo? And I was like, that troll. Uh, <laughs> that no good piece of shit. <laughs> I was so mad. Even now I hate Incubus with a passion because oh of God. that. I was so fleeced. But Oh my God. How about you? Is there anything okay. else sticking out so, from high school? Uh, high school, my mix CDs were very confusing. Like I was going through the phase of, like, finding my own individuality outside of the boy band realm. Um, 
I liked a lot of country. I was dabbling in rap. Oh. Um, but I couldn't dabble too much because my parents would, like, there would be an instance where, like, my dad would go take my car to get the oil changed or something. And if my CD was in there, like, I had to, like, strategically place the rap songs on the right. mix CD. Yeah. So I had to mix it with, like, Christian and country and, like, poppy stuff or whatever. Um, but one thing that, like, when I think of high school music, I think of Dashboard Confessional mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. Um, especially the last two years of high school, my best guy friends, um... That, you know, we're sometimes friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they sure. int- they introduced me to uh, um, Dashboard Confessional. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Dashboard does a couple of things for you. First of all, you can understand all of the words in the songs. Yeah. And they mirror the intensity oh, yeah. of a high school relationship. Oh, all the angst. They really do. Like... My favorites are Hands Down, Vindicated, and The Rush. Those are my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really was inspired to download their Best Of album this past week, so mm-hmm. I was really excited. Um, but just just, just take in these lyrics. If you are not familiar with Dashboard Confessional. My hopes are so high that your kiss might kill me. So won't you kill me, so I die happy. Like, come on. My heart is yours to fill or burst. Or bear, or break to break or bury, or where is jewelry? Whichever you, you prefer. prefer. That's right. Hands yes. down, this is the best day <laughs> I can ever remember. How, have you seen Dashboard Confessional? Listen, I was so close to seeing Dashboard. Dude. We went to see Kings of Leon years ago. Yeah. And Dashboard was opening for them yeah. and I had no clue. Mm-hmm. We got there the last two songs. They were oh, playing no. Vindicated. Dude, I think I've seen them four times. And you oh know that God. Chris Caraba like yeah. lives in Nashville now and does like regular shows. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like last We need to go to the one. The past two years I've seen he's had like three or four dates in Nashville. So that's it would not be difficult for <gasps> us to go see Dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> Day made. I love it. But yeah, Dashboard, like the intensity of that. Yeah, Dashboard is intense. It is intense. And mm-hmm. it's like, it fills my heart yeah, when same. I listen to them. You and know? I can't just listen to one Dashboard no, song. No, you have like, to you have binge to, yeah, all of it. You have to just go for it. I, all it. I was listening to them um, in class one day just because I wanted to. Because you know what, kids? We're human, too, and we deserve the right to pick a playlist, right. so calm down. Yeah. But they looked over and they go, are you, are you all right? <laughs> That's why, Because okay. I was sitting at my desk, like, singing to myself and, like, right. grading, and I'm like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm actually really great. Like, don't you love this music? They're like, I mean, it's kind of sad. I'm like, wait, you're saying no my music shit. is sad? Like, they kill no. me because they pride themselves on being so emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially the kids that we share. Yes. And then I'll mention, you know, like Dashboard or, you know, any other like emo band that came out whenever we were in high school. And I'm just like, y'all, you don't, you have no idea yeah. what it was like to be 15 or 16 and have all this music at your fingertips. Yeah. Like everyone and their mom listened to it back yes. then. Yes. Yes. We were all anxious. Um, I love it. What about the postal service? Oh, the postal service. So good. So good. So you have uh, you have a few members from Death Cab. Yep. Who got with uh, what the girl from Rilo Kylie? Yep. And I forget who else. And they just made one album, yep. and that was it. It was just like a side and project. That was enough, right? Called the postal service, and they never toured when they put that out until ten years later, and then they did a reunion tour. It was like a 10 year That's special really smart tour because then everyone who loved them back then could afford to go. No shit. I was in North Carolina when that tour came and we got tickets and went. It was like around my birthday. And whenever I got there, everyone around me was older than I was. So you had I mean I was probably what 18 I was I was probably 24. So everyone there was like, you know, between my age and like 30. Or maybe a little bit older. So it was just a really 
funny group of people. Such great heights. But it was so like, good. Like, that's the best. Yeah. It was like, they've got the best breakup song called Nothing Better. Mm-hmm. Um, that has, like... I mean, it just has some of the best lyrics that will, like, rip your heart out because they're so honest. They are. Um, But I loved it. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about, like, goofy lyrics for a second. Okay. Okay. Well, I have, like, a horror story that I have to share. It has been eating me alive for years. Um, When I was in high school, of course, I was, like, Little Miss Church goer 50 days of the week. And I would associate with the older kids because you always want to have those people you look up to mm-hmm. that you're men- they're your mentors or whatever. Well, at the time, the Get Low song was out. Oh, yeah. Get Low by, I don't even remember who sings it. That was Lil John. Lil John, that's and right. The East Side Boys. The East Side Boys. I know it was some boys that had sang it. Um, so the radio edit of Get Low. Was from the window to the wall mm-hmm. to the sweat drop down and fall. Mm-hmm. Um, all these females crawl. All these females. That's right. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. Mm-hmm. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought that that was the only version of that song until I was in the car with this girl who I looked up to. But thought, she's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, I wanted, like, she just had a magnetic personality. I wanted to associate with her because I thought she's good people. Her car was terrifying. She had no power steering. She had, like, a zebra print or furry, like, steering wheel cover that would <laughs> slip. And so she'd have to, like, turn the wheel like a cartoon <laughs> character to get the car to turn. So she was also speeding. Oh, God. I'm sure my mother's going to love hearing this story. Right. We were driving through the mall, and she was, like, spinning around, like, the the curves. And this song comes on. She is playing the real version of it Uh that says GD and motherfuckers and bitches. And And balls. And balls. (laughs) Sweat drop down your balls. And I was like, what balls? (laughs) <laughs> what are balls? Like, what like, are what are balls? What are these balls? Um. Anyways, I didn't know what skeet was <laughs> either. Oh, so I got a great like, story oh, for that. <laughs> and it happened at work this week. Oh no. Yeah. Anyways, but so it, you learned it, all that. That it was a learning. Scarred moment. me for life. I yeah. will never forget that vivid memory because I was like fearing for my life. And then hearing all of these explicit terms. Right. And then I ended up at Steak and Shake, and I just didn't know what happened. Right. <laughs> and then you just got to, you know, power through a Frisco melt and call it a day. I know. I hear oh, you. was the best Frisco melt. Well, speaking mm. of skeep. Yes. So. <laughs> what at, a lead in. At our school where we work, um, our principal was so kind and purchased all of us, um, like Kleenex and hand sanitizer cause it's flu season. Everybody's sick. Right. So they tell us, Hey, go up to the front and claim your, your Kleenex and your hand sanitizer. Oh my God. So I go up there because honestly, those are the two things I, I ever ask parents to, Listen, to give us. I don't ask I for have, anything else. I have tons of hand sanitizer if yeah. you ever need it. Great. Because we go through it. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, so when they tell us, you know, it's up there for free, I'm like, absolutely, because we'll use it. So I go up there, and they hand me four boxes of Kleenex. Yes. And then a giant-ass tub of a hand sanitizer. giant-ass tub. So my arms are, like, full of shit, right? Oh, no. So, and this is 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. Oh, no, So no, I, no. I've got my hands full. I walk out, and standing at the front entrance is one of our assistant principals and our two SROs, like our student resource officers. <laughs> Oh, my God. And the assistant principal is, like, super hyper in the morning. She really is. It's annoying. And so she looks at me, and, like, there's tons of kids. There's probably 30 kids up oh front. Oh, my God. And she looks at me, and she just goes, oh, ski, 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 <laughs> ski, ski, ski. And, and I, she, I, it threw me off. I was not awake. And it was loud. It wasn't subtle. It was, like, across the room. Oh, ski, 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 ski. And I just looked at her and I was going, no, no. And the SROs, the SROs are reacting like me. Like we're looking at each other like, what in the hell? Like we're both, we're all three of us are like, no, stop, 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 stop. And she won't stop. Oh my God. 
Because <laughs> she doesn't understand why we're stopping her. She thinks we're stopping her because we don't like her singing. So she Stop keeps on. It. She's like, come on, y'all. Skeet, 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 skeet. And I was like, I had to pull her aside. I was like, do you know what that means? She was like, no. What is, it means something. And I'm like trying to think of the words it's to tell It's jizz, her. my dude. <laughs> The male SRO was like, oh God. he was like, it's when a dude comes. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> we got it. Like, like walk go away. Go lollipop, <laughs> officer. We don't want to hear that. Officer. Sir. 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 Sir, step away. <laughs> and so I pulled her aside and I was like, yeah, that's what it means. She goes, oh my God, I didn't know it meant anything. She said, honestly, I saw you carrying the Kleenex and the hand sanitizer, and I was about to tell you, wouldn't it be fun if we changed the lyrics to, oh, sneeze, 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 sneeze. And I was like, actually, no. Don't ever look at someone who's carrying Kleenex and hand sanitizer and tell me, oh, ski, 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 ski. Because that's probably what half these kids are doing with Kleenex and hand sanitizer. And you're just like, yeah, ski, ski, ski. Oh, my God. Please get out of here. I cannot. No. Uh, yeah. You guys, okay. we if had no you choice. knew, if you knew who we were talking about. You would die. You would die. You but, would fucking die. Okay. So, okay. So back to funny lyrics. <gasps> Oof. Okay. So when I was in high school, Maroon 5 just came out. <laughs> like Maroon 5 was brand new. We yes, didn't know who. Adam Levine. We didn't know who Maroon 5 was. And their big song was This Love. And I remember I was probably 14 or 15 And I heard the lyric, my pressure on your hips, sinking my fingertips into every inch of you, because I know that's what you want me to do. And at that age, I had zero sexual experience. I had zero vaginal experience. (laughs) I had not even worn a tampon. I didn't truly know that there was another hole. And so... When he said singing his fingertips, I was like, where? In her butt? Like, what? What is gross? I was so confused for the longest time. I mean, and so that confused me. Another one that confused me was when Kings of Leon came out. Yeah. They had this song on their first album called Soft. Okay. And the lyrics were like, I'm passed out in your garden. I'm in. I can't get off. I'm so soft. I'd pop myself in your body. I'd come into your party, but I'm soft. I don't even know that song. And I went to a Kings of Leon concert. You gotta go back. They're filthy. Oh my they god. They're filthy. And like, one of their later albums has a song, and it's about um, how his girlfriend, when he's... When he's sad, his girlfriend cheers him up by telling him he has a big old dick. <laughs> That's the lyric. She tell, she tells me I got a big old dick. Oh, my God. And I remember listening to it and, like, what? How shallow is your life that that's what cheers you up? I don't know. Like, could he not just lick himself? I, I, he needed someone to tell him. Oh, my God. Tell me. Sometimes you just want to be noticed and appreciated. <laughs> the male ego is so fragile. Oh, my God. So wow, I know lyrics. They just trip you up. They really are hilarious. Did um, you have any that tripped you up? Um, other than hearing motherfuckers and all the other things. Um, let's see. Okay, I have several. So when I was in college, um, after I stopped hanging out at the BCM and started integrating myself with normal people. <laughs> Um, I started hanging out with some fraternity guys. They were good. They were, they were not your typical fraternity guys. They weren't like officially in a a fraternity yet, but they were fun. They -hmm. were not uptight, very opposite of what I was used to. So I was like, this looks interesting. Let's go entertain this. Well, they had, um, karaoke set up at the calf one day and they were saying, you know, let's go sing, let's go sing. So I thought, okay, cool. I I think I had done karaoke. Never, never mind. I had never done karaoke, um, unless it was in my own room. But I picked like a moody Kelly Clarkson song to sing. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and I did a great job. And then they were like, come up here with us. Let's let's do Baby Got Back. And I was like, okay, cool. Not knowing. Like, the very intense, like, meaning of the song. I thought it was just, like, a fun... Right. 
song that I had heard on like the Charlie's Angel soundtrack right. with Cameron Diaz shaking her butt in the mirror mm-hmm. in her, in her underwear. So, anyways, I get up there. They quickly abandoned me. They quickly abandoned me. It was two guys, another girl, and they started singing, and then they abandoned me. Oh, no. And I'm reading these lyrics. I'm just going to read you the lyrics. You could probably Google it for yourself, but... I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Mix a lot's in trouble. Begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking... I'm looking at rock videos. Knock-kneed bimbos walking like hoes. Yeah. You can have them bimbos. I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters. I want to get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya. But I gotta be straight when I say I want to fuck. I had never said said that. that? Yes. I have never said that word. I've never heard a version use that word. Yes. I've never, I had never said that word up until this point. And I was like, (gasps) like, I remember audibly gasping and thinking, like, it became one of those moments where I was sitting there reading the lyrics with my mouth, like, my jaw was to the floor. And finally, one of the other guys came up there and started singing it, too, and, like, Mm -hmm. like, lewd dancing and things. But it was a mess. It was a total mess. That was too funny. It was embarrassing. Um, but later on in college, I um, realized that I, speaking of weird lyrics, I thought that I knew all of the lyrics to Ice Ice Baby mm-hmm. until I got drunk for the first time. And then I realized I really didn't know oh, them. So well. I was singing things that were not the actual lyrics. Oh, but it became my party trick. Hey. I well, learned them and then started singing them. My party trick them. used to be Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, yes, honey. I really pride myself on that because they rap so quickly. They do. But I learned it. I'm so and proud, I'm proud of, of it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I don't get to showcase it very often. But well, when I do, people are always shocked and it makes me feel good. Are you not going to spit us a beat? No. Oh, hell. Let's all bring it in for Wally. Easy sees Uncle Charlie. Little boot and God's got him. And I'm gonna miss everybody. <laughs> all right, roll with bone. My gang looked on while he lay. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's one of those things where it's like hard to stop once you start. So it sure. gets obnoxious. But I understand. I also think, like, especially in college, that music can be associated with like certain relationships. Oh, yeah, big time. Like, there are certain things that I. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll ever be able to listen to again sure. without crying. So, like, for me, that's probably, like, Bonnie Bear. Like, oh, done. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to listen to that again. Um, just because it represented so much <laughs> of, like, college. <laughs> that's why I can't listen to EDM. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> My gay ex-boyfriend loved that shit. I could have told you he was gay <laughs> when you said EDM. He drove a white Mustang and listened to trance music on blast. Oh, I man. Thought, he's so cool. He's so cool. He's so cool. He's so gay. Okay. Man, I had one Which boyfriend. is fine. Just be gay. Right, right. <laughs> Just tell us, maybe. Stop trying to trick me. Tell us next time. <laughs> um, I had one boyfriend in college who was a, a composition major, like mm-hmm. super talented musician. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it was so neat because he loved going to, like, symphonies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But he also loved, like, R&B. Which was so funny because he's, like, so waspy and, like, conservative. But if you put on some D'Angelo, like, he loved D'Angelo. I love it. Um, And it was just so funny to watch his, like, little scrawny self, like, jam (laughs) to D'Angelo. No one appreciated D'Angelo like that boy appreciated D'Angelo. Oh, my gosh. So, but. So, I feel like one of the most iconic songs that came out when I was in college was Cyclone. Oh, yeah. By Baby Bash. Yeah. There were many, but I I distinctly remember. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that? I don't know, but we Um, loved it. But they would always, we would go to the bar on Wednesdays when they would have Mm -hmm. quarter long necks. Yeah. And we would get fucked up real fast quarter long necks that's a great deal one way to do it but they would always have cyclone and Mm -hmm. they had these i don't want to know what this club was before it was like the little cowboy hick watering hole that it ended up yeah but they were like little platforms Mm -hmm. 
with like cages <laughs> cages around cages cages oh my god and they would open the cages they wouldn't shut you in there but you could get up on like the little platforms and like do your little oh thing. yeah um and so cyclone was what we would That's twerk to and by twerk i mean quite literally just move my body like a cyclone hey just whip it around a little bit hey. um I I would like to see myself sober doing that because mm-hmm. I don't think it looked like I thought it looked. No, it, it, it looked good. It looked the way you thought. It was dark. It was fine. It was fine. But yes. Do you remember that ice cream paint job song? The what? Ice cream paint job? Yeah. It's like, clean on the inside, clean on, cream on the outside. Clean yeah. On yes, the yes. Uh, oh ice cream God. paint job. Ice cream paint job. I love um, that. Shake Your Money Maker was another favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. Shake Your Money Maker, like somebody about to pay ya. I feel like all these songs had, like, some positive sound yes. to them. Like, there's a very different shift in music now that, like, to me, it just sounds Degrading. darker. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it bums me out sometimes. Shake Your Money Maker, like somebody about to pay ya. Right. Like, it doesn't, it's not just inherently fun, <laughs> but whatever. Maybe you I'm just getting old. It if you want to <laughs> get it again, next to the money, like, hey, hey, well, hey. Shake, shake, shake your money maker like you were shaking it for some paper. You know what the Took problem your is? mama nine months to make your body. Well, shake what your mama gave you. You, you looking good <laughs> in them jeans. I bet you look even better with me in between. Right, I y'all. keep my mind on my money. Money on my mind. But you're a hell of a distraction when you shake your body. <laughs> Luda. Just, we just need more Luda. We need more Ludacris. Ludacris. We'd like you to sponsor our podcast. Yeah, Luda. If you could come back, please. <laughs> Thank this you. is getting out of hand really quickly. Man. All right. But yes, that's so really all that I've got. That's all up until college, mm-hmm. you know. And that's for this for this episode, that's all that really matters. So and now we've just hit that point in our lives where we don't listen to any more new music. We, we listen, listen to, to the same <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's not Not true. to mention like Journey. Journey will always hold a special place in my heart because of the white girl wasted yeah. moments that I've had. Journey will not screaming. I Journey's one of those that I cannot listen to anymore. I'm so sorry. That it's I'm okay. That. No, no, no. Let me just put this salt no. away while you tend to your wounds. <laughs> Such is life. Such is life. All right, guys. That's yeah. what we got. That's all we got. That's yeah. our redonkulous. But music for our anthology. students out there and our former students, let us know what you guys are listening to. I'm interested to see how please. this kind of pathway is shaping up for you. Yeah. Email us, us please. Yeah. Like we really do mean it when we say mm-hmm. we want your stories. We have one in the tank. We need to hear some more right. before we can put together a full video. So right. tell your friends about Laugh It's Funny. Send us your stories to laughitsfunnypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us, subscribe, whatever you're doing on any platform you're listening. I'm sorry I'm weird. And y'all have a great week. Yeah, have a good one, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.